Welcome to the Bring It Home podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kinzara, and here we talk about your life, your story, your purpose. Well, welcome to the Bring It Home podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kinzara. Great to be here with you on... It's like Thanksgiving Eve Eve today, right? It's Tuesday. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. It's Thanksgiving Eve Eve. This is like the week of the beginning of the holiday season. And ah, like the holidays are awesome, aren't they? It's like you go through life, you go through life, and then all of a sudden, boom, you wake up and Thanksgiving's this week. And it's so exciting, so wonderful. And... um. Here's the thing. I do I I know this might seem what's the word? Like overdone. And I'm super tempted to not talk about thankfulness today, but I'm incapable of doing that because thankfulness just kind of smacked me upside the face this last week or so and um and so I think it is important to talk about it. Now, before we jump into anything, just keep in mind, if you want to keep up to date with what's going on, go to the website, which is just mattkinzera.com. Kinzera is a tricky name. It's K-E-N-D-Z-I-E-R-A. So mattkinzera.com. You can also find me on social media, but barely. I have accounts there, either on this podcast, Bring It Home, or my name, both on Facebook and Instagram. But I'm super inactive, and that's very intentional because I find in my life, I am more thankful when I'm not on social media than I am when I'm on social media. When I'm on social media, I get grumpy, I get judgmental, I get angsty, and when I'm not on social media, I feel way better. So, And then I did this test. I I shared this on this podcast before, but a number of months ago, I am, excuse me as I take a drink, a number of months ago, I, I did a test. I was like, the only real reason I'm on social media is to, you know, promote this podcast. So I was like, well, if that's the only reason I'm on here, I should probably at least figure out if it matters or not. So for an entire month, I just stopped posting when I put out a podcast episode. And the funny thing is, within a month of doing that, I had the biggest month ever <laughs> of podcast downloads. So it's like this whole thing's a facade. So I'm very thankful that... Like I haven't had Facebook or Instagram on my phone for, gosh, I think it's been like half a year now or something like that. It, like it's, it's so far from my mind and it's so beautiful. And so if any of you feel burdened by social media, let me tell you, there is life outside of it. Um, I'm a big reader, so I fill a lot of that time that I used to be scrolling with reading. I fill a lot of that time with just hanging out with my family. I fill a lot of that time with exercising, things that just bring me life. And uh, it's been it's been revolutionary. It's been amazing. And I don't miss it. I don't feel like it you know and i you know i still have to engage with it here here and there for various reasons but i mean it is so minimal that it is beautiful all that to say you can find me on social media you can message me there i will see it i'll check it like once or twice a week so i will see if you send me a message um but the best way to get a hold of me is just go to hello this is an email old school email address go hello at mattkinzera.com happy to strike up a conversation about anything that you may be interested in so as we 
engage in this podcast. First of all, I'm so thankful for all these amazing Lake Drive books authors. It's been so fun to be in the Lake Drive family. It's also been so fun to hear other people's stories. And, you know, for, for so many years, I wanted to write a book really for most of my adult life. And it was such a, um, you know, so many of us put out books and publish books just because it's like this thing that we have always wanted to do. And that was my case. I didn't put out a book because I expected to sell a bunch of copies or that I even wanted to make a career out of it. I, I didn't like writing is a little bit cumbersome for me. I love speaking and I love doing music and I love podcasting, but writing's super cumbersome, but it's like this thing I just needed to put out there and people seemed appreciative of it. And so it's so fun to engage in, in dialogue with people like Frank and, and like who was on the episode just previous to this and Sarah, who's going to be on the episode next week, just people who have this, this thing and this story inside them that needs to go from inside their mind and heart into this world. And so I'm so thankful to be able to support that in any way I can. So make sure you listen to Frank Rogers from last week. Um, again, we've got a, another great one coming up next week and I, I think you'll really love it. And just keep helping me support these wonderful people with these wonderful stories simply by listening to this podcast. It's super helpful and buying people's books and engaging in, in, in everybody's story that's on here. This isn't a podcast about selling people's books or anything like that, but it is a podcast and engaging in people's stories. And so let's do that to the best of our ability. Speaking of bring it home, the book is out there. It's been out there for, man, I think I'm celebrating. I put it out in November. So it's like, it's one year old. Happy birthday, Bring It Home, the book. So if you want a, a copy, a birthday copy of Bring It Home, the book, you can either write me at hello at mattkinzera.com and I'll send you a signed copy for $20. Otherwise, just hop on Amazon, hop on Lake Drive Books, go to your local bookstore and they'll be able to find it for you. Again, it's Lake Drive Books and the book is called Bring It Home as the podcast is called Bring It Home. All right, enough about that. I promise we're going to talk about thankfulness because it's Thanksgiving week. But I, I kind of wanted to talk, I wasn't even thinking that this was Thanksgiving week and I still wanted, as I was thinking about this episode last week, I was like, I just, I need to talk about two things. I need to talk about thankfulness and I need to talk about intentions. And so that's what we're going to do today. I, um, I'm the type of person that gets like way up in my head. Raise your hand like if you can relate. Like I spend so much time just in my in my head, in my mind. And sometimes that's a happy place, but more oftentimes it's like a hard place. And I'm really um I'm really hard on myself. I get really discouraged by the world. Um and those are probably and and, and sometimes I feel because I'm kind of introverted and I'm not kind of introverted, I'm I'm very introverted. Um, because of that, a lot of times I'll feel very much alone in this world. And when I say that, I don't say that like woe is me, like feeling alone in this world is sometimes my favorite place to be. But when I'm in those spaces, like I just live in my head and I spend a lot of time just thinking if if you're an introvert like me or if you're married to one or if you know one you probably understand kind of what I'm talking about like we find happy space up in our heads and it's I could I like a lot of times when I'm I drive a lot whether that's for speaking engagements or or whatever and a lot of times when I'm driving I'll just I won't be listening to a podcast I won't listen to music I'll just be in silence and I'll just think and I love it 
And so sometimes that space is awesome. Sometimes that space is dark. Sometimes that space is um, very hard because I, I can be really hard on myself. And so I had a week last week that uh, the space inside my mind was really hard. It was really dark. Uh, it came from some conversations. It came from some relational challenges. It came from a book I was reading. And all of those things kind of converged to force me to think about parts of my life that I really didn't want to think about. But I spent a lot of time last week just really evaluating the way I've lived my life, um, sometimes the the selfishness that I feel. So I'm the type of person that um, I'm, I'm super driven. I, you know, like when I decided I wanted to be a drummer, like from that moment forward, I would practice for like two, three hours a day until I got great. When I decided I wanted to be a public speaker, like I just, I, I went after it so hard and, and focused on my craft so hard that I would, I would study other speakers and decide how I wanted to craft, you know, my speaking career and was never afraid to like go after that next big opportunity. And that has been really good for me. Like those types of things have really served me well from a career standpoint. But the negative side of that is that when I get my mind set on something, when I know I want something, um, the history that I have, like in my rearview mirror, is that I'll just go after those things and I'll be so singularly focused on those things that I have left, like to be fully transparent and fully vulnerable with you, like I've left a trail of damaged relationships because of my desire to get what I want out of this life. And so when I started to engage in music, the only thing that mattered to me was not relationships or friendships, but was getting good at what I wanted to be good at. When I started public speaking, what was important to me was not as much the message that I was sharing, but more that I was the best, that I always like if I was a speaker at a camp or something like that, I always would check with the director to make sure I was the top rated speaker that year. And and I usually was because that's like that's the type, you know, that's the type of intention I put into to my craft. And then when I started things, like I started a missional community with my wife Susie. And when I did that, like I wanted it to be amazing. And I I um I would focus so much on the details of it. I would so focus so much on the success of it that relationships have always been fairly secondary in in my life. And I'm so thankful for my family. I'm so thankful for my wife. I'm so thankful for the people who have stood by me um, in the midst of that kind of messy way to live. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily know how not to live that way. It's just kind of what's in me. Um, I know what I want and I, I, I don't know how to not go after that. And I often, because I'm kind of introverted and relationships aren't my strong point, I often don't consider that as I'm, I'm going after things that I, I want or desire. And so I was having just a week where it, it kind of started with a book that I read. And um, the book was all about somebody who did exactly that. Like they put relationships second, they put their career, they put their intentions, they put their desires first. And they got to this point where their life was just uh, uh, filled with um, filled with regret and filled with um, 
struggle. And even though there was kind of like a glimmer of hope at the end of the book, uh, that wasn't what I was feeling. I was feeling like, oh man, when I, when I look at b- back at my life, like short of my family, like I've just kind of let so much go and I've, uh, and not even let it go, but kind of messed it up along the way. And, um, so I was, I was struggling with that last week. And, and when I get stressed out, I get headaches. So I was just dealing with these headaches and I was just, just having a week. Have you ever just had a week where it's just like, man, just wish this week would get over with. And I wish it never would have happened. That was the week that I was having last week. Um, there were also some really tough conversations that happened in that week. Uh, also like my work life right now, I've lived most of my life working either for myself or at least for my own schedule. And right now I'm not doing that. I'm still like, I'm in charge. I'm the boss at the place I work. I'm the executive director, but I also have to be in an office every day of the week, which I'm really not used to. Uh, I love having a lot more flexibility than that, but I'm at this stage of life where I'm doing this for a purpose. Like there's a reason why I'm, I've taken this job and it's for my family and it's for the greater good and it's for long-term goals and things like that. But in the midst of it, it can be hard. It can be hard to be in an office every day. So all of those things are kind of piling on my shoulders and you know, you wouldn't have to go to, I mean, those of you who know my wife, Susie, like you could send her a quick text and say, Hey, how was Matt last week? And she'll text you back probably and say, he was kind of a jackass. Like he was really quiet. He was really dark. He was just really short because that's where I was last week. And, um, again, just trying to be fully honest and transparent and not pretend my, like my life is better than anybody else's. Like I have my struggles because I get all up in my head. And so I get to the end of the week and I know like there's some conversations. I, I, I just know I got to talk about some stuff. So I'm so thankful that um, my amazing wife, Susie, just allowed me some space and time to just like unload and just say, just like what I used to say, just like puke all over the table. Like I just had to get it out. And I did. And um, and I didn't hold back. Like I didn't hold back at all. I just shared what I was feeling. I shared what I was frustrated about. I shared um, just a lot. And, and, you know, Susie's the type of person that will happily Uh, engage in that conversation. And one of the things this is, and and I want to bring her on this podcast to talk more about this because this was something I learned this week is that she told me a number of months ago that conflict to her equals intimacy. And she's like very extroverted and very much like, let's just figure it out and move forward. And I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. That that, that seemed sick and wrong to me. (laughs) That's the only way I can say it. But then last week I'm having this hard week and I have all of these things on my mind and I need to talk about them. I need to share it, even though some of it's hard. And then last week when I got to share it with Susie and some of it had to do with her, some of it had to do with our relationship. And when I got to like throw it all out there and it created some conflict, it created a hard conversation. We're at a place in our relationship where we rarely, if ever, like getting arguments anymore. We just get in intense conversations at this point. And so that led to some super intense conversation. And after it was done, like I felt so free because all this crap that was in my mind and in my heart finally got out into the world and I was able to say it. Like I was just able to say it. And again, like she in return said her piece as well. And it was the first time I felt like thankful to be able to engage in the conflict. And it did make me feel more intimate with Susie. It made me feel closer. It made me feel more connected. Um, and, uh, and I thought maybe the opposite was going to happen. And so I'm going to bring her on the podcast in the next week or two because I really want to talk about this because I think so often we avoid conflict like the plague 
And, uh, and and I'm like that as well. I don't I don't love conflict. I'm not afraid to engage with it, but nobody loves conflict. But Susie's starting to show me that actually conflict can bring about intimacy in a relationship. And so I want to talk to her and see if we can navigate a, a podcast surrounding that idea. And so um, that that happened, and then I had like a great like my 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 child and I, August and I, we went to a concert on Thursday night, just the two of us. It was just so life giving, and it was this horn band, and the whole concert, like both of us who, and we've both can, been kind of stressed out. August trying to finish out senior year, a semester early, applying to colleges, has a significant other who lives an hour away. You know, a lot on a lot on August's plate as well, and and a lot on my plate, and so we both kind of read this play like we just. We just need to find some joy. And so we go out to this concert, just the two of us. And it's this horn band and they play like no ballads, just all like upbeat, fun, horn band type of music. And both of us just like went away from it, like just saying like, I didn't stop smiling for three hours and it was awesome. And it was amazing. And, uh, and so that was awesome. So there's like so many, like I was, I was, I was recognizing my struggle as recognizing the darkness in my life. And I was trying to be very, very intentional about overcoming it. So I take my kid out to a concert. I, uh, over a bottle of wine, have a really, really hard yet intimate conversation with my wife. I spend a lot of time in the outdoors. I engage in a book that I'm really enjoying. Like I just, I just, uh, I'm, I'm journaling about how I need to be intentional. Otherwise I'm going to break myself in two. And I get to the end of the weekend and I'm just filled with so much gratitude. And, um, and then it dawns on me in that moment that, oh my gosh, here we are heading into Thanksgiving weekend. And uh, I'm on a walk with my wife and my dog. And we start engaging in this conversation about how the two things that we can do to honor ourselves and honor everybody around us is to focus number first, number first, to focus first on what we're grateful for. And then focus second on our intentions, like who we want to be in this world. And as I was journaling and as I was having this conversation, I'm not afraid to admit how incredible my life has been. I have, um, I grew up in this beautiful family uh, with parents who supported me so deeply and so selflessly that I didn't even get it until I, you know, was maybe in my 30s or even early 40s. Um, you know, they paid my way through college. They, when I wanted to play the drums, like within a very short period of time, like they bought me a drum set, they paid for less. Like they just, when they saw that I was passionate or desired something, they weren't afraid to just give it to me, trusting that I would find whatever that passion was. And so that was start with piano lessons and guitar lessons when, you know, when all different tracks, but eventually we land, like I landed, I landed on this thing of wanting to be a drummer and they, and then when, when I got good, like, and I started being all these different groups and, and, and auditioning and stuff like they never missed anything, everything from my high school basketball games to traveling around the state with a performing group, like they were just everywhere. And so I'm so thankful that I, had the opportunity to grow up with a family like that. And then, you know, I had all sorts of success right away. Like I got into college and got into the, the, 
top band at one of the top jazz schools in the the nation. And then I like every audition I would go for, like I would get them because I just was so intent on doing that and, and focused really hard on, on like my dreams and goals. And, and then like I met Susie and she was, I mean, no joke, like so far out of my league. And yet she desired me and, and wanted me as a partner in life. And so that, that happened. And then anything like most things that I've like put my hands to, I've been able to see come to existence and I've been able to make a career out of music and public speaking and leading others. And like, you just, you, and, and then, oh my gosh, like I've got these two kids, Augie and Macy and like along the journey, I mean, you, those of you who are parents, you get this, like along the journey, you don't know if you're totally messing it up or if you're having any sort of success. But then when those kids reach adulthood, you have something to base your thoughts on. And so, you know, both of my kids, like all kids have had their ups and downs, but within one week, and I might even share this uh, on this podcast. So forgive me for my redundancy, but within one week, uh, a gentleman comes to my office and he sets a letter. He writes a blog. He's an older gentleman um, from the Milton community where I'm working. And he gives me this letter. He sets it on my desk. And, I, you know, I wasn't even there. He just set it there. And I open it up. And it's this amazing letter about how amazing my youngest August was um, just seeing seeing him and seeing his needs and, and just going out of their way to bless him on a certain day. And, and he puts it in this blog. And so I'm getting like these texts from these people all throughout the community saying, Hey, did you see this blog about your kid? And I was like, Oh my gosh. And, and so like I had that moment. And then a little bit later that same week, um, my, my oldest Macy, as she, uh, sends Susie, my wife, this video, of a song. She's singing a song and playing guitar and she wants us to give it to her, her Papa Don because Papa Don was in Vietnam and it's a song about, um, a soldier basically. And she sings a song just for her grandpa. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's just like, even the places that like, I wasn't ready to be a parent, but if on some level, like it feels, feels like I've raised these two beautiful human beings. And so, and so I, I took some time this week and I was just stepping back and I was like, oh my God, like life has been so good to me, so good to me. And I think if we're all honest with ourselves, we can look through life in a way where we can just step in back and say, oh my God, life has been so good to me. That doesn't mean that you're not admitting that life has also been really hard on you. Like I've had parts of life that have been brutal, that have been hard, that have been... um just shitty, right? And we all can admit that too. But if I, if I truly step back, I can look at life and say life is full of blessings. Life is full of opportunities for thankfulness. Life is full of people who care about me. Um, man, like I, I could go on and on about how blessed I feel in the midst of this life and hear this very, very clearly. This comes from a person from a person that can get very dark in his head. This comes from a person who struggles with the way he's lived life. This comes from a person who has had just as many downs as he's had ups, but the ups matter. You know, so often we focus on the downs, but, but I'm just, 
I mean, let's take this week to focus on the upside of, of life. Let's take this week to focus on the good. And, and I remember even raising my kids, like it was so easy to say, oh my gosh, I'm pulling out my hair because this kid is so stubborn. But in that same time, like we'd get a report back from the teacher saying how amazing it, that, that child was, you know? And so life is full of ups and downs. Um, the world is full of ups and downs. The things that we hear on the, in the media and in the news, it's mostly the downs because that's what sells. But that shouldn't, that shouldn't uh, belittle the fact that there's just as much good going on in this world as there is bad. There's just as much good going on in your life and my life as there is bad. And so let's take this week to focus on the good and, and, and be really intentional about being thankful. When I get up and journal in the morning, and this is a Buddhist practice actually, but I get up and what I do is the first thing I do is I write down what I'm thankful for. And that can be something as little as I'm thankful that I paid my bills this week or I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head to something as big as I'm thankful that I landed this job or I'm thankful that I have people who love me in this world. And then what I do is I, 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 I write down concerns like what am I concerned about this this day? And, and that can be a wide variety of things. And then what I do is a third thing I, I, I write down is I write down what am I going to do to move forward and, and try to accomplish my dreams? Like what's one step today that I'm going to take to take a step towards a future dream that I have? And then the final thing, and this is where I want to land this podcast, the final thing that I write down are what are my intentions for this day? Sometimes my intentions for the day will be to be grateful for every moment I have that day. Sometimes my intentions for that day are to be joyful every step of that day, every moment of that day. Sometimes my intentions for the day are to be intentional in every relationship that comes in front of me that day. Uh, you know, it can be whatever I'm feeling. And that's that, that part is very much will just come out of however I'm feeling that morning. And if I, and, and I'm not perfect, I don't do this journaling exercise every morning. And even when I do it, it doesn't always help every day. But when I do it, when I write down what I'm thankful for, when I admit what I'm um, struggling with or what I'm concerned about, when I make a, uh, make a plan to take a step towards my goals, and when I set an intention for the day, without fail, that day ends up being meaningful. Um, and so as we enter into this Thanksgiving week, I know some of you listening are thinking, I don't have much to be thankful for, or I'm discouraged, or this has been a hard year, or this has been a hard life. I promise you that there's spaces where we can be thankful. There's no matter who you are, no matter what you've been through, there's spaces of gratitude. And that doesn't have to supersede the spaces that you're concerned about. You know, I'm concerned about pieces of my life. You can be concerned about pieces of your life as well. And then whatever your your dreams and goals are, and, and I'm a I'm a person that that tends to dream really, really big. And um and so sometimes because my dreams tend to be large, um the day to day can be hard. But if I can see that I've taken a step toward my dream today or toward my next dream today. That just helps me bite off a piece of that big thing that I'm going after. Um, and then finally, like setting your intentions. And I find that when I decide what I want, the type of person I want to be this day, that it changes everything around me. And, you know, I'm, I'm a leader of a nonprofit organization. And so the way I move into that office every day 
matters. It matters to my staff and it matters to the hundreds of people that use the facility that I oversee. And, uh, you know, everything rises and falls on the shoulders of the leader. Everything rises and falls on the shoulders of the parent. Everything rises and falls on everybody really in any room. And so that's my encouragement for you this Thanksgiving week that you would take that toward that. What, what is it? Take the attitude of gratitude. <laughs> that's pretty cheesy. No, just be intentional and be thankful, be intentional and be thankful every day. Be honest, but be intentional and be thankful and take a step forward every single day. And I think, I think that will make a difference in anybody's life. So with that being said, um, Thank you uh, for the thousands of you who listen to this thing every year. Thank you for making me feel as if my my voice matters, whether that's because you've heard me in a speaking engagement, whether that's you read my book, whether the, that's you've listened to this podcast. Um, being an artist, being a speaker, being a musician, being a podcaster, being a writer, like people don't understand how fragile that space is because you do, you just regularly put yourself out there and people get to say whatever the hell they want about you and about your work. And so thankful, I'm so thankful for so many of you that are listening to this that have been so encouraging to me over the years, whether that's been recently or whether that's been over my entire life or my entire career or whatever. Um, I don't, I don't take that. Well, some days I take it for granted, but in general, when you look at the whole, like I don't take that for granted. Um, I don't take for granted the life that I get to live, the people I get to live that life with the experience I've had to have, I've, I've been able to have, um, don't take any of it for granted. And so any part that you've played in, in any of that, thank you. And I hope that on some level, for those of you I know personally, or for those of you who are artists as well, I hope on some level I can return the favor because uh, that's my desire and that's my hope. So have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Find people to be with. Um, engage in your family. Even if your family is super dysfunctional, like just find place, find a little piece of joy in the midst of that. And if your family is super functional and beautiful, like just take it all in and be thankful. I mean, we don't get this very often. Like I'm, my whole family is coming together this thing, this Thanksgiving, and that doesn't happen very often. And I'm pretty excited about it. And so for those of you who get the big family Thanksgiving, uh, just enjoy it. I also know that there's a lot of people who have lost loved ones. And so Thanksgiving can be really hard. But be at peace with the hard. Be thankful for the memories. Be joyful and hopeful for the future. And trust that there's goodness in front of you. So from myself, my family, um, happy Thanksgiving and thank you for however our lives have engaged and, and intersected. Uh, special thank you to all the guests who have agreed to be on the show. And, uh, again, just for everybody who's been on this journey with me, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm blessed by you and I hope that you're blessed by the world that surrounds you. Mm-hmm.